You're listening to Hope on the Homefront, the official podcast for Homefront Heroes Ministries. We're a group of military wives on a mission to help you find joy in your journey. We're jumping in the trenches to encourage you when you're struggling, help you grow in your faith, and support you through military life. Because here, you are seen. Here, you're essential. Here, you are never alone. Welcome home. Let's go. Hey, military wife. Welcome back to another episode of Hope on the Homefront, where this week we are having a conversation about solo parenting. If you're just joining us for the first time, welcome. I'm Ashley, one of the co-founders of Homefront Heroes Ministries. And I got to tell you, solo parenting is one of the hardest things for me about military life because mothering in general, I always say, is the thing that keeps me desperately needing Jesus. I love being a mama. I love my girls. I have three girls, 11, nine, and six. And honestly, they they are fun. They are vibrant. They keep me on my toes. They keep a spirit of youthfulness in our house. And I'm so grateful for that. But they are also this good and hard and holy work. And it's that hard and holy work that keeps me every day needing the Lord. I am very hard on myself about whether or not I am a good mom. And in those seasons of solo parenting, it just seems like all of the places where I feel like I'm failing seem to rise to the surface. And over the years of being a military wife, I have had several seasons of solo parenting that have all looked very, very different. Sometimes I've just been um, parenting one toddler. Sometimes I've had two kiddos. My most recent adventure was just last week where my husband was gone for just a couple weeks. And I had girls who are a little bit bigger and a little bit more independent, but also very loud and really prone to arguing in this season, which tests me. Does it test me? Anybody hear me? But I also remember long stretches of solo parenting in brand new duty stations where I had no community, no one to pick up the phone, parents who were states and states away. And I was holding a baby in one hand, a toddler in the other, and a preschooler running circles around me. And I just want to tell you, mama, if that is you, whatever season of parenting you find yourself, uh, we see you and more importantly, the Lord sees you. So I wanted to share with you today, not really a polished podcast episode, but really a conversation, an honest conversation about where I have been challenged in seasons of solo parenting and how God has um, just kind of set me free from a lot of places I was being hard on myself and some practical things that I've learned along the way. So consider this a conversation around my table where you've just come on in and we've grabbed some coffee and we're just going to sit down and have a chat. So this episode we're calling the do's and don'ts of solo parenting. And I just want to say this is not probably not the do's and don'ts you're thinking of. I'm not here to tell you all the ways to be a perfect mom because I don't have that information. I am just going to share with you the places where the Lord has said, do this, do less of this, don't do that. Okay, the first one, and this one took me way too long to figure out. Number one, don't 
expect the same output from yourself in seasons of solo parenting. I am a girl who loves a routine, probably because it feels like that's the thing I can control when things are out of control. Anybody with me? So this season of solo parenting would come and a whole other human who does life alongside me and bears a lot of that burden with me is now removed from the situation. And I'm still trying to carry the same load in the same way that I would if my husband were home. And while he works full time and honestly, the military keeps him away very often, there is still a huge shift that happens when that second parent leaves the picture. So don't expect the same output from yourself when that thing changes. When I know I'm in a season of solo parenting and I know that my husband's going to be gone, it takes less time for me to reach my breaking point. I get tired faster. I lose my patience faster. I've got nobody to pass the baton to when I'm starting to feel frustrated or overwhelmed. I'm doing all of the correcting, all of the disciplining, all of the question answering. And that is wearing on you. It's wearing on you all the time, but it's really wearing on you when you have nobody to pass that to. So I know that I can hit that breaking point faster. I can lose my patience faster. And so my goal when I am solo parenting is to stretch out the length of time that I have to feel in control, to feel calm, to feel like I am not going to lose it on somebody. And sometimes I really have to just step away, go take some deep breaths in my room, send everybody upstairs to watch the television. I say yes to more TV, not an absurd amount of TV, but I say yes to more TV. I'm a little bit more flexible with that. I say no to extra obligations that are not necessary for the week. I might even cancel some things that I would typically do and say no, because that's output, that's energy, that's um, more stress that I have to manage in a day. And I'm trying to create as much reserve as I can for my kiddos so that I can be a good and healthy and present mama for them. I go to bed earlier as much as I want to stay up late and watch the TV and just kind of check out. Well, I shouldn't say I've always done this. I have learned that it doesn't work for me. Like I'm saying, it does not work for me to try and do those things the same. So I know that I have to adjust a little bit and not expect the same output and not expecting the same output means creating opportunities for me to to build a deeper reserve for my energy or my stress management. Um, so I go to bed earlier. I need more sleep. I get tired faster. I'm mentally exhausted. I'm emotionally exhausted. And all of that is wearing on me physically. So I get like another extra hour. If I can, I understand with little ones, um, and even my kiddos being the age that they are, that's not always possible, but I do try to prioritize it as much as I can, even if it means taking a nap in the day, something just to rest a little bit more. And I say yes to friends when they ask if they can help. I struggle with that in feeling like I don't want to be a burden to somebody else, but we have got to recognize that our neighbors, our friends, our military communities are literally all that we have. We have to lean on each other. We have to show up for each other. And, and when it's your turn 
to show up for somebody else, I encourage you to go big, love on your neighbors, notice when their husbands are gone, notice when they need some support, drop off a meal, take the kids, you know, whatever it is that you can do. And then say yes, when somebody offers to do that for you. Okay. Number two, do here's a do for us. Do keep a routine, not a rigid routine. Keep a flexible routine because y'all know we'll lose our mind. If we keep a rigid routine, that's just a recipe for disaster. But even though we're making adjustments to kind of stretch the output that we can give in solo parenting, routine is something that's really going to help that output. So I know in the past, I have kind of like thrown out the towel as much as I love to keep a routine. I love to ditch a routine. It's like the only reason I keep a routine so I can ditch it. It's so much fun. But when I totally throw caution to the wind on a routine and my husband has also left the picture, my kids subconsciously are losing it. On the surface, sometimes for like five minutes, they think it's a blast. Oh, we get to stay up late and oh, we get to sleep in another room. Oh, we get to sleep in mama's room or we get to sleep on the air mattress downstairs. I actually stopped doing those kinds of things unless it was in the window or the routine that we would usually do that as a family. So on Friday nights, we kind of have fun or Saturday nights is game night. And sometimes we set up the blow up mattress or we pull out the pull out couch and the girls can have a little campground, but we would usually only do that on a weekend and some somewhere that the kids feel like it feels natural in their routine. I stopped ditching the routine during the week in a season or a time where I would usually keep a very, a very, um, intentional routine with the kiddos. So when my husband leaves, everybody stays in their own bed. Everybody goes to bed at the normal time. Everybody sleeps in their own room. Nobody comes to mama's bed unless you're sick or scared because that is the routine that we always keep when he is home for me personally. And this might be totally different for your kids and that's fine. But I have noticed with my kiddos that doesn't work. It's not supporting them in the transition of him being gone. So do keep that routine and be flexible. Give yourself grace. It's okay if things need to adjust a little bit, but those really core pieces of your daily routine, try to uphold them because kids thrive in consistency whenever we can give it to them. Okay. That brings us into our next point. Number three, which is do get in the word with your kids. Your body needs time with Jesus. Your kids' bodies need time with Jesus. Your heart, their heart, your mind, their mind. All of us are created to be in the presence of the Father. All of us are created to need time in his word because that word is alive and active. That word is nourishment to your body because it is connecting you to the vine that is Jesus Christ. It is orienting your heart and your mind to time with the Lord. So that is important. That is something I really try not to compromise in seasons of solo parenting and get creative. It can be music. There is resources out there like Slugs and Bugs. If you have smaller kids, that puts word-to-word -word scripture 
to music. I love to turn that on in the morning because, you know, sometimes I don't know what happens at night, but those kids wake up and there is like a natural disaster occurring in the household. Everybody, everybody's upset. We don't know why they're upset. They've just woken up upset. So that is not the time that I call people to the table to do a Bible study, but that is the time that I will try if I am not also losing it, um, to turn on praise and worship and just to remember that there is a God who loves me and is, is able and willing to help me through the morning. So I turn on the praise, get the word in their hearts, get the word in my heart. And that is sustaining us in a way that nothing else can in seasons of solo parenting. And our last one, don't be so hard on yourself. You are doing a good job, mama. Your kiddos do not need to see you never messing up. In fact, you are doing them a disservice if they never see you stumble, if they never see you make a mistake. They can learn more from you and your recovery of those things. They will learn more from you and your apology or your grace for yourself when you fail then they will learn by each one of us trying so hard to be perfect. Your kiddos only need to know that they are loved by a God who is perfect. They do not need to see a mama that is perfect because your imperfection is a beautiful opportunity to point them to the one who will never fail them, Point them to the one who is always faithful. Point them to the one who is perfect, who is holy, who will love them without ever having to apologize to them. And that is the most precious thing. That's the most precious gift that you can give your kiddos. God is able and God is faithful to fill in the gaps that we leave for our kids. That, my friends, is called grace. Give yourself grace in these seasons of solo parenting because God has already extended that grace to you. And what a wonderful way to show and extend that grace to your kiddos. He is the good father. Everything that you need to know about being a good mother, about loving well, all of the things that we hope to be as mamas. All of that is found in the one who calls himself the good father. He loves you. He loves your children. He will fill in the gaps of your mistakes because he's the only one who's able to do that. You are not created to fill every single need for your children. You are not created to love them perfectly. You're not able, but God is able and he is faithful to strengthen you, encourage you, and prepare you for the good work that he has called you to in mothering. He sees you in those trenches. He cares about you. He will give wisdom and guidance. He has created you and chosen you and your children for each other. He has chosen those children for you, and he has designed you to be their mama. So that means that you are the one for the job. Don't be so hard on yourself. 
lean into the gifts that he has given you and go to him when you are struggling, go to him with, with for wisdom, go to him for sustainment because he is faithful to give it. The Lord is with you, military wife, and we are here to encourage you whenever you need it on the home front. Thanks for tuning in. From our heart to yours, we hope that this podcast is your go-to place for encouragement on the home front. We would love to hear what your favorite takeaway was from this episode by having you take a screenshot and share it on your social media. Tag us at HFH underscore ministries or on Facebook at Homefront Heroes Ministries so we can get connected with you, get to know you more, and hear from you firsthand what specific encouragement you're looking for. This is home. This is the place to have the hard conversations. And until we chat next, get out there and find the joy.